before you invest in anything uh, either property or any business get educated have mentors and 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 those things will help me this is property investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories mindset and strategies I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode, we continue the conversation with property investor Sanjeev Saar. We delve into the strategies that have helped him through his career, more stories about properties in his portfolio and how he was able to find them, why building relationships within the industry is so beneficial and much, much more. We start off by delving into what was one of the lowest points in SaaS property investing journey and how that impacted him. In my property journey, I really did well and the, the credit goes to all the education. But when I looked, the worst was like, uh, I started investing back in 2006 in eight, right? Back in India and until 2013. So that five years, I bought two properties, right? One residential commercial, but I did like old school where I'm like trying to pay off and I didn't took a loan actually. So that's, I consider uh, like, this is the only properties where it's a full of leverage game, right? Where you can pay 10, 20% from your side and the bank pays you rest. And all I did is like, so my five year gone and all I had is two properties, but it's it's paid off, right? But I could have done much better and look at the opportunity cost. It was huge because that time if I could have bought in Australia, I would have been much better position. But at the same time, when I look back, if I would have invested in Australia without education, maybe I would have done gone back, right? So it's like, so that's one of where my thing is like, no, where I learned through the opportunity cost. Um, but I'm glad that I later I invested in education and changed my game, yeah. We find out more about the current state of his property portfolio and he shares with us on how many he currently holds. Altogether, I bought like seven properties, right? Two back in India, five in Australia. And um, in these five properties, now I'm building another three properties. These are lands that you bought and you're going to develop on these? So these are not lands. In these five properties, like one of the property where I can build another house on the back where I've got the DA approved and the subdivision is approved as well. So we'll be just putting another house where which I'm planning to build uh, towards the end of this year, right? So this is in the front, it's a positive cash flow property. Uh, this is another where I have renovated a little bit and we are going to build uh, another house, right? And there's another property which I bought last year before I quit my job and got into the full-time property world where the property is a neutral property and I can build another two properties on the same. So it is sitting on a three title. So all I have to do is a boundary readjustment and I'm getting two land for free. All subdivided, of course, there is a bit of expense in doing all those process, then pretty much you're getting the land for free and the holding cost is zero for me because there is a rent coming from the existing house. Uh, I think when the market was down and again, this is near to Sydney. So so the, I thought, oh my God, because you can build two boxes, two houses on that. And if you sell everything, you're looking around 250k of profit or if you hold it, you're looking around 20,000 positive cash flow. With such an amazing outcome, we hear more about how he was able to find profitable properties. So this is again based on what I learned in the property is like in the property world, property is the last thing. 
sounds uh, weird right but it's all about people and building the rapport and trust and the relationship with the real estate agent and the people around in the property world right so these are the suburbs where i have literally gone and spoken to the real estate agent in a professional manner build that rapport trust that i'm a genuine guy uh, i don't bluff around or i provide the right feedback right so what happens is now those good deals comes to me because i have clearly told my agent right that send me the positive cash flow properties or i'm looking where i can do multiple strategies right not that because i can just sim divide that's it i should be able to have multiple like at least two opportunities in the property right and if you find that give me a call i will definitely buy and if i can't buy it i will find someone either my friend and now again i'm in a property buying business so now i have got full of clients always there right but earlier i said you know what i know a lot of property people they will be happy to buy just let me know and that's where a lot of good deals come where and especially when the market is soft right they know there are not many buyers people have fear and someone is desperate to sell and then they call me and if it is a really good deal it's a done deal right i can sign the paperwork in two days and that's what happened with that property they called me and i said you know what if it is a good deal um i was in fiji actually i was attending tony robbins uh, one of the uh, wealth and health mastery event and i got the mail that oh abhi i got such a good property sanjeev i think definitely for you have a look and uh, i look at the contract as well okay and then i came to sydney next i think i was about to come anyways and then i went next day look at the property same day i went to the council had a simple conversation to see everything's fine and uh, next day i signed the contract after negotiating it building these business and personal relationships within the industry is a way of providing various opportunities the key thing is see when we start doing things and build that report right people trust you that because we want to sell it this guy will understand the opportunity because opportunity is always in front of us right but we are not ready we don't understand the opportunity and we say oh, you know what i uh, know let me think and you never go back right but when you know and that's where people trust and they say oh and and that's where like i say you know what or i'll give them feedback you know what it looks like okay opportunity but there are certain problems and i'm not willing to take that risk so let's renegotiate the price for what i want or if otherwise i'm not taking that one and that's where I get the upper hand. Sa has been on a long journey to get to where he is currently. And with so much experience, we hear about the one moment in which he realized that he was on the right track. When I did my first deal uh, with zero serviceability and all I had is 20,000 cash and I could find a joint venture partner. Not because I was in the job, because of my energy showing that I'm talking about property, how passionate I'm about it, right? And, and the stuff I'm talking about I was able to attract people and still go and do a deal and make money from and, and that was my aha moment because before that I had no knowledge even what the council does from there to going 100 km away from my where I live and talking to the agents and becoming a expert in that council and able to find a deal even without talking to a town planner that deal right before that I have spoken to multiple town planners that was a game changer for me and make money that was like Oh my god because that was my first thing where I had seen money making out of my job right where I have done because of the plan prices gone up that was like a fluke right because I didn't know it could have gone down also right and that's what happens with the apartments right given me the whole belief and like I can do it it's it's no rocket science 
And that's where people are becoming successful. And then rest is history for me now. <laughs> Saar educated himself on many different concepts and bought different properties. We get to hear more about the strategy he uses when buying investment properties. I look for like three strategies. So like say my always when I look at a property, right, I look for multiple strategy. At the same time, I ask two questions like how can I add more value and has to be a positive cash flow property. And once I've done this deal, right, will it give me enough equity to go and buy the next property? Because the property could be just positive cash flow, right? Or it could have just the equity. But I need to know both the things you should align. And if it doesn't fit positive cash flow and enough equity, it doesn't have to be 100% equity for the next buy. But even it gave me 50%, 60%, I'm happy, right? So that's my initial questions. And then the strategy was like, okay, how can I add value by maybe renovation or there's a good flow plan where I can add a room or maybe just add another bathroom because of the layout changes, not a structure. And then, of course, subdivide and build another house or at least put a granny flat in New South Wales, right? Uh, at the same time, in between, I was doing room-by-room room rental also for a good cash flow strategy, uh, run Airbnb also. And uh, I really did well on that also. It's a good positive because my whole strategy were more aligned to getting out of the job in the next five years. So what does it mean is that I need to really have a good cash flow so that I can get out of the job, right? Otherwise, how, how you'll do, get out of your job. So my whole thing was positive cash flow at the same time, manufacture equity so that you keep buying because just buying one or two properties not gonna help you get out of the job or... The Airbnb strategy is an interesting one and Sa shares more details on how it works. My whole thing is in property, I'll do everything so that just to test and learn what is experience and then I choose what I love or not. So I did Airbnb on one of my property very short time for I think four months time and I had two employees from Sydney living for long term and it was a good good thing. I mean, again, it was more of a team building exercise. For me, it was like, okay, I get an inquiry. I say, okay, confirm. I can look at the profile. So it was not much time and once they move out, I had to just text the cleaner, right? Saying, can you go out? And I was always looking at people who can leave for three, four days. So if you want to leave for one year, I'm not in one day, then I'm not giving the booking, right? So it has to be minimum three days. So that, and it again was to learn and test the thing, how it works rather than, so, and it was working, but then I thought it's just more of a, because I was the job and I was growing in my portfolio and everything. So I said, you know what, no, let's leverage and just go for a long-term rental and let the agents manage. Because, yeah, so, so I didn't do it for long term, yeah. Coming up after the break, we'll find out more about Sanjeev Sa's why and how that drives him. Property is a victim, right? But without the why and having those education, I would have not moved, yeah. What are you still learning about the property industry? And of course, now I'm learning a lot about business, because in my biology business, property is the easiest part for me, but then there is a lot to learn about building more great relationship and how to grow the business. And that's next. I'm Taran Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Saar previously shared about why he wanted to get into property. 
But after some time, he discovered a new source of motivation. I think uh, what happened is uh, when my parents came back in 2013, uh, I saw that there was a pain and of course I was more attached to my mom. Of course, I love my dad also. And when they were like, I realized that they're getting older and when I look back at my job also, I was thinking, oh, I'm doing good. The, the salary is decent, right? But if I'm growing, then you can see that I was getting really time poor. And I had that pain that my parents' house, if I have, they need my one or two months' time, I wasn't maybe able to give because I might have the property and the job. So the family priorities, right? And you need that income for your everyday expenses. When I got into the property education, that's where people talk about write your why and really see your why and attach to your goal and everything. And that's where in 2015, again, what happened is then when my daughter was born, and 2016, when I was to start putting her in the daycare, uh, she was crying. She might not be, she, she would be sick and I still have to drop her. And that's where my my pain become like real pain, right? And, and it's a priority also because now I can see things because my parents were back in India, so I couldn't see. So that pain was not that severe. But when I see my daughter and dropping her, that's where I said, this is not negotiable, right? And that's where I said, my why is that I want to get out of my job, not because I don't want to work or something like that, because I need that passive income. And now I know the vehicle also, that is property. Because earlier I was not knowing the answer, how to get there, right? But once I found and said, I'm not listening. I had my own world where it was me, my wife, my daughter, and all my mentors and this property community. And I said, you know what? I'm going hard on that. And I have money or I don't have money. I'm doing it for my big wife. And that fiber thing become only and in only 2018, right? So I started in 15. In 2018, I was in, invited by Dimna Board by the Alarvelist community to share my journey. I was one of the finalists to share my journey where they select the, the success stories. And I was sharing my journey in front of 800 people in Melbourne where I shared my whole portfolio just to inspire and show that it's all possible. And that's what. And in 18, it was longer. And I said, you know what? By given the, my progress and everything, maybe by end of 2019, I'm looking to quit my job. And in 2019, in January, uh, I was speaking to Ben Handler, right? <laughs> uh, from the Wires Institute. And uh, that's where um, I was helping friends and everything. And that's where I said, oh, because there's a lot of fear around buying property, even though it's uh, one of the best vehicle uh, to help people. And that's where I, I opened my uh, buyer agent company in uh, March itself. Uh, and then I quit my job earlier because I had a passive income of $65,000. And I said, you know what? Now I can really go full time and help people buying the, giving them the mindset, buying the right properties, helping them even with the renovation, the subdivision, anything they want, right? But yeah, that was my why. And, uh, and that's helped me to push because property is a vehicle, right? But without the why and having those education, I would have not moved. Yeah. Many of the people that mentored him and taught him about the various facets of property investing have had a huge impact on his life. We find out who these mentors are. Everyone are successful in their own strategy and what they preach and teach, right? And mindset is also an ongoing process, right? It's an everyday thing because you can't say, oh, I now learned everything on my mindset is 100% and no. 
it just changes every day right so i think now all the all the mentors and they they specialize in particular strategies and i just keep learning and say okay that's so why it was all, all all my mentors and i think they have all thing in common they talk about the risk profile having big goals but to start small and and the persistency and consistency is the key so i think see last four years it's been last just four years for me in my property journey and in four years i think i spent more than 100k of my investment on myself right education uh, i'm part of tony robbins also then i heard about tony robbins and so oh, now it's it's become a very good addiction to invest on myself and just keep learning and and get the mindset and pushing myself and and of course you get surrounded by a lot of other like minded people right and and you know like okay now i need to some something to discuss in commercial i know whom to call i need on property development on renovation so it's like you just mitigating your risk also right and then you know that and that's where when i met ben handler he he said i was not knowing that so until 2018 i was knowing there is something called buyer agent right but i was not knowing that in 19 i'll have a business and i'll be a buyer agent right but when i saw the opportunity i said okay what are the deep things here right what is the opportunity the opportunity is to really help the people because people are buying wrong products they're not clear on the strategy right and even a lot of people are getting the education there's still a lot of fear and hurdle in the life where they need to leverage the right people right so so it was a big value i can give at the same time is like i can help them with the renovation and on so forth as a buyer agent he is providing more than just the service of finding properties but rather looking for value in the property that will work in favor of his clients i saw like a lot of people now uh, last year i think in 6 months time i bought around 14 properties right for my clients and uh, a lot of people are like they're not interested in property but they're not in learning the property but they're interested in the passive income property right and that's where they really need the help and and even people are education getting education right say a lot of people invest on self education but unfortunately only 10% of the people go and take action right that's the number i know so still those 90% of the people need those handheld and it's fine because it's all leverage game right say if i'm constructing i'm not going and building it's a leverage game right so if i need a solicitor or accountant it's, a, it's purely leverage game right so it's like it's, so that's where i saw that it's a good opportunity to really help Sai is really big on education and always in the mode of learning. He provides us with some of the books that have helped him learn more about property and getting the right mindset. I think start with reach that poor dad. I think definitely get an account on audible.com.au and keep getting at least one book a month, right? Uh and and listen to those books. Uh think grow and um, think I think what is that book? Um uh, Yeah, thinking grow rich. That is another favorite book. Yep. Um, I think how to win friends and influence people. That is one other thing. I think these are the few, uh, few because because you do anything right, either a job or business. It's all about people, right? Uh, managing people, and that's where people don't understand. Uh, and I see a lot of failure or people getting the challenge because of this thing. So it's important to understand. it's all about people right and properties are vehicle so we need to master that and of course i'm also learning so there's every day i'm learning on the property journey with my mindset also there's always even i get fear a lot of fear right but it's 
joining this community, talking to like-minded people. That's what and reading and listening to these books helped me overcome those things, right? And of course, now I'm learning a lot about business because prop in my biology business, property is the easiest part for me. But then there is a lot to learn about building more great relationship and how to grow the business and all those so forth. Uh, that's what I'm doing. At the same time, it's flexible for me because then I choose how many clients I want to work or what kind of clients I want to work. So and that was my why. Another thing, right? So that I know when I choose to work and with whom, and I have the flexibility that I can help my parents or play with my daughter, right? Sar shares with us some of the personal habits that may have contributed to his success. My game changer has been in last five years of like investing in education and uh, that's why I talk to all my clients also uh, and my social media message also that before you invest in anything, uh, either property or any business, get educated, have mentors and, and, and those things that help me. And the biggest thing was like making those decisions fast. I think it really helped me because when I look back, I could have gone to MBA room and say, you know what, this is all bullshit. This is just they're trying to sell the product. No, I, I found and I took action and then joined the product and I did it. And then I realized that this is something I'm not liking. It's not that I'm not too happy to put the action. And same thing when I went to Jimfna, uh, free day went, I took that decision, action, and paid $12,000. And you know what? I'm going for it. And so it's, it's I think our whole distance is like defined in the moment of decision we take, right? And that's that's has been my very good or bad, you can say. Uh, I think that that's really helped me actually. So I think these are a few of the ingredients, I would say, because sometimes you have a very good opportunity, but you don't decide. So I think sometimes you have to just see, okay, it is a low risk. Try it, experience it, right? There are always moments throughout our lives that we wish we could go back and change. And we learn more about those moments in his life. When I look back, when I see people at the age of 20, 25, they're successful. <laughs> and I know that they have, they have been because they got this mindset and the education and, and the system of taking action earlier than me, right? So, so I, I generally, I don't have no regrets or anything, but I say like, okay, I could have gone in this self-education much before rather than the age of 35, I could have gone earlier, right? So about now, I'm happy that I'm now becoming that example where my daughter is seeing me and she, she is talking about property and so forth, even she's poor, right? Because it just comes in the, in the family and now I'm helping my all entire family where I've got my sister, brother, elder ones, they have got their daughter and sons. So they are seeing us and, and they know that there are better things and there are better things coming in the future rather than just a job or anything. So I think that's where I'm uh, setting the example and I'm feeling grateful to myself. The future is only looking brighter for Saar and we hear about what he is expecting to accomplish in the near future. My whole goal setting is around my passive income because I want that freedom and flexibility of time. So like my goal is like having a passive income of 150k in next three years time. I'm halfway through already. Uh, and then uh, around 300k of passive income in next six years time. Because it looks like, okay, initially it's like really takes time, but then as you grow, it takes an exponential path. And so, yeah, it's all about same thing, like doing my biology business and helping all my clients at the same time, doing the same same thing what I'm helping my clients, where I'm buying properties, same thing, multiple strategies, 
and I have no goals of like doing big, very big development or something, even though I would like to take the path. But on my personal thing is like, okay, just keep buying with multiple strategies, have cash flow properties done and dusted, move to the next one. And uh, yeah, just take it easy, enjoy life, I think, uh, and uh, have fun on the way. There is always space for luck to play a role in your career. But ultimately, it comes down to you and what you're willing to do to make things happen. I think it came more of the hunger and knowing what I need because unless we know it's what we need, you don't gonna get it. So I think it was more of taking those decisions, getting into the education, and then of course I see that luck also came in my life, right? Or I don't know, or I went into the luck. So it's because going to those events and, and spending money and having the trust from other people. So I would say Luck has been part, but it was more of taking action and that ability to understand the opportunity. And then I think even the gods say, you know what, if you want to be a millionaire, at least buy the lottery ticket, right? So I think, yeah, luck is a bit of a part, but I think it's more of the, the taking action and, and going forward and trusting the system. And there is a understanding that there is a way to doing things better. And If you want to reach out to Sanjeev Sah after the podcast, he provides the details on how to do so. They can go to my website at www.investorsdream.com.au or they can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, I think uh, uh, my phone number is Thank you to Sanjeev Sah, our guest on this episode of Property Investory.